0: It's the Breaking Barriers podcast brought to you by Say Yes Buffalo, the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable, and the Community Foundation for Greater Buffalo. Here's your host, Daniel Robertson. I know you're going to dig this. Hello and welcome to the Breaking Barriers podcast. My name is Daniel Robertson. I am your host. Uh, happy to be back with you guys for another week. The weather is beautiful outside and we've uh, finally seeing summer here in Buffalo for a change. Uh, today we have the pleasure and honor of sitting down with someone who is uh, chasing the dream literally yes, sir. Uh, his, his name is Dante Briggs and uh, we're gonna hear from Dante today about everything that he's doing and also get a little background for uh, about Dante for the for the people that don't know about uh, all the work that he's actually been putting in the past couple years up here in Buffalo. Um, I won't go into too much about Dante I actually want Dante to do that. Uh, So Dante, uh, welcome to the uh, Breaking Barriers podcast And uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation and sit down with you today Oh man,
1: uh, appreciate it, thank you thank you for having me, thank you guys, love to be here Uh, Like you stated before, my name is Dante Griggs Griggs. Founder, it's right, it's it's right. Dante Griggs, founder of Chase the Dream Enterprises As well as Chase the Dream Foundation And I just, I'm here to, you know, speak life, tell my story and just hope that this message touches people and inspire individuals, especially our young males, and just give them a background and just let them know it's possible. Well, I definitely appreciate your
0: time today. Okay. Uh, Dante. can you just kind of start off? I know you're from the Bronx originally, oh, right? right?
1: Hey, I, I get into the origin. Uh, originally, born and raised in the Bronx. Um, then what brings me to Buffalo is school. Actually, I graduated with my associates from Sullivan County Community College. Uh, go Generals, uh, great basketball school, prestigious. And then I found myself in a transition stage. Like, did I really, you know, did I want to stay downstate or did I want to go to a different school? So I had a couple offers, and coach from Buffalo just kept calling me. And
0: I was gonna say, you must play a little ball. You got some yeah, height on
1: you. Yeah, a little bit, about six six. You know, <laughs> it's a blessing and it, love it, but. You know, coach calling me, think I want to come to Buffalo. And I was like, at that time in my life, 2005, that summer, it was like time for a transition where I needed to get away from the city. I really didn't want to go to school too close. Or like Connecticut, Massachusetts, still tri-state area. That's still like 20 minutes from the city regardless. So I came to Buffalo, not not knowing a soul, not knowing one person, just, you know, letting God direct me. And the rest is, you know, pretty much history. I arrived August 05. Uh, student athlete, uh, Buff State College, played under Coach Ansari. A uh, great experience, Coach Farge. Yeah, Coach Farge. That's yeah, that's my guy yeah, right Turner there. Turner Carol Roots, right here, yeah, right T- here. Yeah, TC. You know, <laughs> yeah, I went to Turner. Yeah, yeah, always, always. So you know, I I done heard the stories from day one about TC tapes everything. Yeah, some ballers. Yeah, definitely, Cheesing. But Coach Farge, it was his first year. I was his first class, one of his first recruits, first year coaching, and it was a blessing to get to Buff State. It was a good opportunity. Always been an entrepreneur. While I was balling, I actually was a part of a, a, a event promotion company, more of a marketing group. I had a chance to be with two of them. So being a student, playing ball, throwing parties, concerts. I mean, you know, whatever we could do, entertainment for the college scene. You know, even Jamil being on the scene, DJing. Jay gets busy. Yeah, yeah he does. He does. <laughs> he yo. Know, it was a great time. What a time to be alive it during was. that wave. But it was it was a blessing, the college scene. But I knew once I graduated that I wanted to stay in Buffalo because you could just see it. I'm from the city, so things are kind of fast. But I knew my junior year, I said, I'm going to stay in Buffalo. But by my senior year, for sure, I just saw the opportunity in someone our age group, like growing up. Like, my question is, who's going to be next? Like, the future's coming regardless. So yeah. who's going to be next? And I'm thinking, like, man... I don't see as many ambitious people that really wanted our skin complexion. And I said this could be a great place. So I decided to stay. It wasn't it wasn't easy. Like it's it's not a easy transition, making this your permanent home, not being from here, yeah. and then you know, trying to settle. But I'm pretty much I'm a easier to get along with person. So I get in where I fit in and it, it wasn't hard. You know, I, I give respect, I'm very respectful. And I'm pretty much a social person, so I'm gonna fill you out. I mean, I can go anywhere. I feel comfortable anywhere in the city of Buffalo, in the state of New York, and just being myself. And I know I will adapt. So it wasn't it wasn't always good. So let me push you out of school. I graduate school now. What do I want to do? Right. Throwing parties. I'm playing ball. I'm still trying to chase the dream of playing pa- basketball, semi-pro ball, cross season. I'm working out. I'm training. Still got the concert money coming in. Not doing that as much, but it's 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 income. So, I get a choice. I get an opportunity to go play basketball. And the coach offered me about $275 a week. Like, he's like, come on out here. You got a place to stay. Germany, $275 a week. A friend of mine, me and Everage, were offered the contract. I declined. It wasn't what I was making here. Like, doing parties and just, you know, doing everything. So, I stayed. And no regrets, but I'm glad I did it. Because that took my life in a whole other direction. So mind you, I'm throwing parties, still throwing them a year after school, two years after school. And then you pop up, the market becomes saturated. I'm getting older. I'm not in school as much. I'm mm-hmm. still have I still have influence, but it's it's become a headache. Everyone pop up, everyone wanna throw parties. We got about three venues to throw parties, 25 promoters, three venues hey, everybody throwing here, parties on the same, same <laughs> night. I mean you throwing <laughs> the same night. I mean it's just it, the market became too saturated. So now I'm trying to see uh, What's what's my next phase And the natural person in me Is, is I'm, a, I'm a natural born hustler You know so I wasn't always legal Like I wasn't always Doing the right thing And following The right rules And moving forward So it was always Always been a struggle You okay. know From my upbringing Just The streets And then doing the right thing Streets doing the right thing so here in Buffalo, you, you get pulled in. And so I found myself, you know, going down a lane that one day, or one day I'm going to end up dead or I end up in jail. And then I sat in the room and I looked around at myself and I was like, Dante, man, do you want it to be over here in Buffalo? And people will say such a waste of talent, such a waste of this, had all the opportunity, but I'm I'm in jail. Or I'm dead, gone forever. And then it just came to me. Um, I was sitting in a friend of mine's house. John LaWall And we're We're talking daily Like you know Two best friends You got a best friend And y'all dealing With y'all struggles About staying right You know What we gonna do next yep. like, like We we go either way At this point Like you know We gotta survive So it was like a seed Just It came to me God put it in my head And it was like Chase the dream It was like I gotta you know Keep chasing the dream And like You know Chase the dream And, and I felt like it, it popped into my head So it just started, it grew, it grew as like a saying. Like it was, it was a mantra that I needed at that time in my life. It was something that I needed my spiritual connection to bring me up. So it just started as like, you know, chase the dream. And what's that? People's like, I know we got dreams, so we got to chase them. So I just started social media, uh, putting it on. Like when Twitter was really hot, first came out, just starting that chase the dream, hashtag chase the dream, Facebook chase the dream. And then people just start asking and so I, I throw a party, and um, I'm like, man, I'm going to get some shirts made up. I talked to a designer. He gave me a couple, a couple different outlooks and layouts, and I choose a certain font, and it was just it. So we had 50 shirts made up. And so I was like, you know what? We're going to try to sell these shirts. You know, to start it. once the ballroom open, once the doors open, let's try to sell these shirts the first. Yeah, the first two hours. <laughs> that was, you know, it was a marketing pitch to do it. So we did it. We had a party, opened up, sold the shirts. In like two hours, all the shirts was gone. So I was like, oh man, we could be we want this oh man, we want to something. We got the parties and we got the shirts. So it was like, man, we could do something. But you know, after it, we'll see who's ambitious. I'm very passionate and if I'm gonna do something, I, I wanna do it. I don't wanna, you know, play with it or you know, go back and forth. So
0: going I needed people going 100%, or, yeah, I
1: need people around me who has the same passion and the same drive as me. And not saying my friends didn't But at that time They didn't And I really wanted to move forward with this So I'm telling them like Gentlemen You know let's put our money together Shorts Let's just get a small order started 50 shirts We could do another 50 shirts 100 shirts We know enough people Where we could get 20 people each To buy a shirt from shirts. us With our influence at this time And people were still hesitant So You know what You keep moving forward You keep moving forward And then one day I woke up Had some money I put an order in and the rest was history i ordered eight hoodies i got eight hoodies when instagram first started put them on there someone called me bought all eight i went back bought 20 someone bought all 20 bought 40 and what we say the rest the rest is history it's really about being consistent and networking and putting yourself out there and it just it started to spread here and there and you just see shirts people ordering here and there chase the dream shirts Chase the Dream hoodies, and people start to say, what is this? And we we still don't know. I mean, you, you still don't know. It's, it's It started off as a saying and then a T-shirt. And then next thing you know, it's just orders coming in, state. We go local. I mean, then we start expanding. Yeah. Then we go out the country. We get international orders. It becomes a movement. And then and it's a movement. And then you start to figure it out. And then you see it come together. And the best way that I can describe it now is a, it's a positive lifestyle brand. And that's what we are And our mission statement is To inspire individuals to pursue their dreams and goals And to their dreams and goals become reality Because no matter who we are From kids to 5 years old To adults to 105 years old We all have dreams and goals And that's what it's really about Because you know people want to be like You know I'm chasing the dream I'm going to get to that dream then what So I ask them when they say So when you get to that dream and you achieve it Life's done, so you stop right there. No, this is a never-ending process. This is something that will lead you to the rest of your life. This is something that never stops. Once I complete one dream, and then it's on to the next dream. And that's why I tell people it's a chase that never stops. If you adapt this positive lifestyle, it, it will take you places. And it's it's a way of life. It's like putting the negativity behind us. It's, we're going to force this positivity on you. Like I'm trying to show people in general like You can still be cool You can still be yourself You can still work a 9 to 5 And you can still be good and do positive things And chase the dream It's not all, I gotta be this ball player I gotta have all this money No, it's about living a good life Helping out your community Giving back, believing in yourself And following your dreams and goals And really letting that motivate you to your greatness Because I, I believe in people I believe in, you know, everyone in here, that we all have some greatness into us. And someone took a chance on me, so who am I not to take a chance on people? And even, I didn't even dive into the education. I do sub-teaching. I'm still, you know, I'm still contracted by a board of education. And so that became a, a bigger, bigger inspiration to me. Now, mind you, I'm doing the Chase the Dream, and with teaching in Buffalo, subbing, it's when you want to you don't have to do it every day you have to you know do a certain amount of days to keep your contract so I was drawn to the children because that was a real big inspiration and I was in the schools and that inspired me so I came up with a chase the dream monitor program where I will watch children for 60 days you will come see me at the end of the week with a monitor chart a progress chart every teacher will fill it out I want want to know 1 through 8 or your classes what your grades are improvement and comments and each student would get a profile. You'll get your own profile at the end of the week. I throw it in. After six weeks, I'm reviewing it. And if if you reach the goals that you set before me, you get a free Chase the Dream shirt. Like yeah. free. You know, I don't I don't want no money. I just want you to do the right thing. And that's something that spread throughout the whole building at Grover Cleveland. I maybe provided about 250 shirts out my own pocket. No funding, no, no help, no assistance, but it was just a movement is something that God put in my heart to do because it helped inspire so many lives. And I'm watching my students to this point now that I work with, those that have graduated four years ago, three years ago, that I still work with, that I still mentor, that I still sit with one-on-one, pursuing them to their dreams and goals. So it's just, it's, it's a positive lifestyle like no other. It's, it's there. And at this time, during these moments, we have to we have to pick each other up like i have to find someone every day to impact their lives like someone how can i be a service especially to our young blacks they need it like we need more of us telling them that their dreams can come true and they need to see more of us they need to, they, they they stick to us like glue in the classrooms we become why is that the mediator for all problems mind you i'm a sub teacher i get principals assistant principals coming to me with all problems with, with, with all all problems because they don't see too many of us in the building. And then, and then when, when they do, it's just like, it's that connection is there. I accept that responsibility and I, and I love it, but we just need more of us pushing positivity, telling our youth that they can do it. And we have to show them and and lead by example. Like, I don't care how wild your dreams are. Okay, you want to do this. Let's sit down. Let's realistically think about it, and let's create this plan. Right. And if you really want to do this, this is what you have to do. And I tell them, you got to put in work. You got <laughs> to. You got to put in work. Nothing's handed. Y'all want to get the A through Z. Y'all got to know BCD or everything in between.
0: Well, that's mm-hmm. one of the things I see, especially being in and out of the schools a lot, I see kind of lacking. And just even watching young people in, in the workforce field is that the uh, – the work ethic tends not to be there with this generation that's coming up now um, I want to double back to uh, a couple of things you actually just brought up in regards to uh, not seeing us in the schools because this is something that it keeps coming up um, especially in the last couple months but I sat well I didn't sit on the panel but one of the young men from the camp, from the uh, council sat on a diversity panel that was talking about lack of diversity in schools. Um, and then it came up during one of our council meetings where one of the young men talked about how they go to school every day and they don't see, they don't see other people that look like them as far as their teachers go. So, um, what what do you think needs to happen for us to for that to change in schools just based on your what you what you've seen as a sub and some of those, uh, you know, people coming to you in the building with
1: everything under the sun? Because I know what happens, man. Oh, it's a few things. I'm thank you for that question. I've been waiting to speak on this. It's, man, It's the platform for it. <laughs> it's really we're in Buffalo, right? We have Buffalo, the second biggest city in the state. We have the BPS with the multi-billion dollar budget. Here's the thing. Who's promoting it? We have nine major colleges and universities in the area. I don't see BPS at many of these colleges or schools promoting, trying to recruit teachers. We have Buffalo State College, uh education school. even huge well, education Huge education school. There should be a BPS table at every bingo pause. We should have at Damon, Madai, UB, Canisius. There needs to be... A new initiative. It has to be a minority initiative introduced into the system to, to get people, to tell people why teaching is good, why teaching is cool. The perks of teaching, I didn't know about teaching. It kind of fell into my lap as something to do on the side. But the more I got into teaching, I was like, oh, this is this is something that I can do. And we don't know. No one's telling us the information. No one's telling us the plus. And most young minorities, we're already used to seeing, you know, white males, white females. So they're not really giving us the full honest perspective. So more programs, more marketing, more promoting, just getting the word out. We have to get the word out. There needs to be some type of male teacher initiative, minority teacher initiative introduced into Buffalo. I've even gone so far to reach out. To the men who are doing it in uh, Philadelphia, just to pick their brains. They're open to talk. Any ideas? Anything that they can do to assist from Philly to Buffalo? It's just we need to get the the right minds in the room together and figure this out and really implement it and press forward with it because we can we can get them. We can even get our Buffalo owned because there's so many young up and coming children that want to help out. If you sit down and you talk to them one-on-one, they want better than their parents. And that's Mm -hmm. what I try to instill in them as motivation. It's what I instilled in myself. I want it better than my mother. And I want children to see, I don't care if your mother's a doctor. Still want better. Want better than what you've seen. Want better than what you came from. I've come from the projects, the bottom. And I refuse. And that's what I want to instill in and we have to instill that in them. So that's key. Just Communication, programming, marketing, promotions, and partnership. Just working together. It's a it's a it's a home team and it's and it's a way team. It's the parents and the school. And we all have to work together. We all have to work together. And once we start working together and really putting a press on the the border education, we'll get the results. And I, I think uh, every everything that you said there
0: is, is valid and it's true um and I love the analogy between the home team and an away team I know that's because of that basketball mind that you have um and I, I think BPS is doing is, is trying to do some positive things I'm sure you you, you know heard you, you've heard dr. cash talk about the new education bargain mm-hmm. and that's really that uh, that partnership that you allude to in regards to the parents and the home, and, and and the teachers in school have a role in you know making that student be successful right um, and they, BPS is uh, They're in the process of I believe Launching some type of partnership or initiative That's uh, where, they, where they link up With a couple different colleges And try to uh, start to recruit uh, People of color to actually become teachers That'd be great. Um, And I love that strategy I, I love the fact that they're trying to be proactive Because they do see this as a problem um, But it doesn't necessarily solve the issue right now That's okay. more of a down the line mm-hmm. strategy um, So what do you think we can do like right now, because I harp on this issue a lot, and people probably get tired of hearing me talk about it. But every time I go into a school building, um, I see uh, people. Well, males of color in either uh, you might find them in a, as a as a gym teacher. You might find a few here, or there, and in in, a, in, a, in the administrative role. You may find them uh, as a the mechanical engineer uh, in the in the uh, in the cafeteria or security but rarely do you actually see them in the classroom. Um, and I, I love the, you, you talked about how you had that program monitoring tracking system with the students to, to, to monitor their progress and BPS kind of had their check in, check out, but I don't think check in, check out goes check in, check out was more of a, uh, behavioral strategies that they use like the tier one, tier two, tier three. Um, but I think what you are kind of talking about even goes beyond that. So I'm curious to know, um, if you if you try to pitch that to actually get it in more than just uh Grover because it sounds like you had some success with that.
1: No, I've 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 never pitched it. I I stuck right there because after a while it costs. I mean it's, <laughs> it's I just keep it hundred percent. It costs it's, well if you a, got the outcomes behind if, it, which it sounds like you had the the, outcomes. If I could get some funding or something. You got backing, the outcomes then that's how you go it's a program. Funding. But I mean it doesn't it doesn't stop. It's something the formula works, it's something that could be introduced this summer, you know. You got some good people to connect me to. Please send them my way. Yeah, but I don't have any problems with introducing it. It's a formula that will work at every school because we need something cool, just something different to catch their attention. Like you know, the, the clothes. The, it's like, oh, they chase their dream, and it's Let's catch we're it. young to them. Like I tell, I'm, we're listening to the same. We watch the same thing you watch. I'm listening to similar to the same music you listen to. So I'm from where you're from. So they. It's that more of a personal connection. Definitely. They see me. I see my students in the streets, and they know. They like Mister G, Mister G. And this it's just a. It's a feeling, and my wife and my children know it. They're like, Dad, we can't go no place without a student seeing you. Like it's, it is, and and that's and that's rare, and we need more of that. That's the key. That's but, the, that's but right now it's, it's just about informing because. It's not too many of us. And we know the process takes like four to six, four to five years. It's i say it's more on us, me and you, like informing as many minorities that we come across now to let them know about how important education is or education is a, another route that they could take. Or if we know any positive males who are really pretty much not doing anything, have you guys thought about the teaching avenue? Just because we weren't... Brought up to think about that I I wasn't So that's It it fell into my lap And then you see So as far as right now It's like If we don't see them In there now I'm not saying they're lost But we're just not informed Like men 30 to 35 Were not informed To be You know teachers Or wanna be But I think if we could catch Those now The numbers will change I really believe The numbers will change
0: It's gotta be a shift somewhere Uh, uh, And you talk about how it definitely has to be people in our age group because uh, our generation, we still got some of those principles and values that our parents kind of passed down to us. But the generation that's coming up behind us, I don't think they're getting it. They're not getting those those values and those things instilled that our parents instilled in us. And the generation that's coming up behind them, they definitely are getting it right. Um, so we do have we we have a huge responsibility a huge weight to carry in helping to get these young people to where they need to be and it can't just be it can't just be uh you know the 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 you know males that kind of I guess I don't want to say that. I'm not going to say that. It's just you. say <laughs> It can't. It. it can't be the guys that you kind of always hear about doing positive things because we know there's a bunch of people out there doing positive things. Some people kind of yes. try to stay behind the scenes, but we all need to kind of come together. Yes, right. Yes, we um, have to. We w- have to, regardless of your avenue and your lane, whether you're doing promotions, whether you're doing real estate, because I see it all. On, I see it on social media every day about all the casters doing stuff.
1: Platforms. You know I, what I mean? It's it's just we have to show them in. With with my with my initiative with the whole chase the dream it's broken down into about four parts. So I tell people it's it's the philanthropy. The philanthropy is first, like the community events, because we do we do a, a few community events. Uh, we're approaching our got time approaching our third annual book back drive, September first, and then after that we transition into our breast cancer drive.
0: Where are you doing the book back drive at? Because my All barber th- was just asking me about he, trying well, to do we, something. We,
1: Martha Mitchell Center In the okay. middle of Langfield. Okay So we're, we're doing the thing. I could get you that information We have that Then we transition in October To our Cocktails for a Cure We've been doing that Partner up with Roswell Raising money for Breast Cancer Awareness And then we fall right into November Thanksgiving for all We do our Thanksgiving food drive Donating turkeys and food And then we close out the year And Christmas with our toy drive okay. And just, you know, that's key I mean, that's Before the, the clothing and everything I just... You got to give back. My transition into me becoming a better person and changing my outlook on life from all my research, my study, my praying is being a service to man. And we have to give and like give openly and without expecting. So I'm always giving and God's watching and just keep moving forward. So that's the philanthropy part. And then we do community education and sports programming like we were talking about the chase the dream monitor program. I also introduced a books and baskets program uh, with the 21st century. So I did some vending with okay. them. That was the second part. The third part is the clothing in which that, that funds, that funds the programming and everything else. And it was for and motivational speaking. And so whenever I could get a platform to, you know, to speak life to youth, adults, I don't, I don't care. I just, you know, I just want to talk life. I want to tell my story and just it's possible. Because I've i I've come from the bottom. Like, you know, we, we're not even supposed to be here. And and we are. So I got a story to tell. And I want to keep putting it out there okay. to everyone. Um, going back to the,
0: uh, you mentioned the book. What's the name of uh, it? Yeah. Books for Baskets. Books for Baskets. Have you ever thought about, so you know the uh, the mayor has this summer reading rules challenge. Uh-huh. I know I said that wrong. um. But have you ever thought about trying to partner up with... What he does with that initiative I think that would
1: be That would be a great partnership If we could Somehow try to You know Get it together Because it's it's essential I believe someone I'm not saying They 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 took this idea But I had a meeting With someone Okay Years ago And uh, we had a conversation And about two months later I saw my idea Gotcha implement implemented But right. my idea was already Running in, in motion Inside you know BPS schools So But it's It's something that works I mean it's books and baskets the central of the program is we're going to do 45 minutes of education to an hour of education, learning, reading, and then after that, we'll get to the baskets and we'll get to the sports. You know, well, that's the, so I
0: don't know if you know. We have the uh, we have our Say Yes summer camps that right. take place over the summer for about six weeks and camps all across the city. We partner with faith faith based and um, CBOs, community based organizations. I cannot talk today, y'all. Um, And that's something that you could actually bring into some of those different organizations as a part of the curriculum, because that's something that we kind of embed right into the summer camp model. So I'll I'll link you up with uh, our our summer camp folk, our extended learning time person that say yes, because my my mind's just starting to go as we sit here and we kind of talk. And those four, I'm gonna call them your four pillars. And I know you ain't you didn't refer to them as pillars, but I'm gonna call them those because that's what's coming to mind. that leads me to something that our young men have been talking about in regards to the council, and they've been talking about legacy. And that was big for myself and also my partner in crime, Tommy McClam, who also serves as my mentor. Um, Mr. Tommy? I, I Pastor ne- Tommy? Pastor Tommy? I'm sure. Yes, my guy. He, everybody he's, knows he's, PT. He's, yeah, good. yeah, he's, <laughs> everybody he's, know he's PT, good. Everybody knows PT, man. Good, too. Um, I had never heard young men talk about legacy before. Uh, I never had really thought about what my legacy would be Um, and so, you know, just recently earlier this year, when they kind of started talking about, uh, we want this, we, we want to leave something behind for people that's going to come up after us. So I want to ask you, um, what is it that you want your legacy to be?
1: Oh man. Oh, thank you. Uh, the legacy here in Buffalo is when it's all said and done, I have to have a, a gym. I have to have a gym facility and a facility for entrepreneurs. Like those have to go hand in hand basketball and entrepreneurship all my life. If it wasn't for those two, I wouldn't be here today. In the youth, we all need like a a think space, uh, a place to go and put our dreams and goals on paper without being charged amounts of dollars for that. So the dream and the goal is to have a entrepreneurship place where classrooms, Wi-Fi, STEM programs, financial literacy, all in the same building as a facility. Because, I mean, even with the sports, we have all our kids who want to get involved with sports, but they have no financial literacy. They don't know how to work a checkbook. They don't know how to file taxes. I mean, just basic life learning mm-hmm. skills. Those, the life skills that you yeah. don't
0: get in school and if you don't have your parents at home that actually you received some of those life mm-hmm. skills or, or are
1: not knowledgeable about some of those things, then how do you get them, right? Yep. And, the, and the ultimate goal, that, that facility, that, that will happen. So, I mean, this is documented. So, years from later, y'all can play this. And the next thing is, we gotta send a thousand kids to school or to trade school. It doesn't just have to be college, it could be trade school. College is not for everyone. I set this goal and it's a thousand. I mean, it's a realistic number. It may take about 42 million bucks, but there's enough people in the United States who could come together and we could get this number. And this doesn't have to be next year, three years from now, five years from now. But if Chase the Dream Foundation is able to send a thousand people to school, a trade school that'll be such a blessing I mean and and it won't stop once I'm gone you know it'll continue to move so that number could grow to a thousand to two thousand and that's it I mean just continuing to plant seeds giving our youth the opportunity the platform and the funding to grow until their dreams become a reality
0: I think we got a few minutes left on the podcast um Last thing I wanted to ask you about, since you did bring up mentorship, and I know you uh, you do some motivational speaking and um, like to be out in front of youth, kind of telling your story. Where where did that come from initially? And then uh, just talk about I'm, I'm sure you have a mentor or several mentors. What is what what it, what it's meant for you to actually uh, have a mentor,
1: and then now be a mentor to others. The speaking, I, I talk a lot, so I mean, it's, it's it's it wasn't no surprise, but I just always felt that I had a story, and people would ask me, "What's what's the story behind Chase the Dream? Where does it come from?" So I would have to really start to think about it, and now like, mm, I'm gonna go in front of people because I always wanted to speak, and throughout this transformation, it's not it's not easy turning your life from you know negative. To positive It's to a not positive. Like It's really not So I had to really Train my mind And I would listen to speakers Like Les Brown Eric Thomas Zig Ziglar Earl Nightingale Napoleon Hill Dennis Kimbrough I mean Every day Like Feeding my mind And I was like I could do this And I know I could do it And I knew I could do it And you practice It's like with anything I mean once we're born We don't know how to walk Initially (laughs) But we practice We fall We stumble We get up But eventually we learn how to walk And with speaking It's like anything You practice at it You work at it You get enough experience You get enough exposure You'll get better at it And my story is still being told I'm still writing in You know pages to my book You know to my chapter of life My book of life So it's only going to get better And I haven't even begun to dive in certain aspects of my life. So, I'm still learning. You know, I'm still putting it together. I'm still formulating. And that's what it's about, you know? being a lifelong learner. Yeah, that's it. I'm a student of life. Every day, I learn from old to young. And I observe. I am trying to be a sponge. And as far as when it comes to my mentors, I've been able to, you know, meet some good people in Buffalo. Uh, names uh, Michael McCarley down at the Urban League. <laughs> like, he... Challenges me like financially with this entrepreneurship. Like when I met him about. Let me see. Seven years ago. I thought I. Like I knew what business was. And then he like <laughs> tore me up. Like four hours. We were upstairs. Upstairs in the, in the league. We were upstairs in the urban league. And he just tore me up with business. And changed my whole perspective on life. And he's been someone. A good mentor. Anthony Johnson. uh President and founder of Biogeonomics. Uh, someone who's you know, took key to my life and he's not from Buffalo, but from DC and does major things in the city and throughout the country. So he's took a key to me. Gary King, uh former lawyer, uh uncle in law, but just just got on me, putting a hand on my back and just being that that angel in my ear, like if I could be thinking about doing something a little off the chain or a little erratic like Dante, <laughs> come on
0: person walk you off that ledge <laughs> yep yep a uh,
1: good person uh, Maurice Garner uh, always you know try to give me good words and try to stay stay positive and keep me uplifted and have me thinking for the future and you know seeing about a better Buffalo another good person and you know my uncle John Seabrook he's he's not here but he's definitely a mentor someone that I talk to every day if not, if not twice a day just always challenging me for better and always challenging me to think out the box and today's done with, we're thinking about next week now. So planning ahead and that's, and that's key. And and those men have been influenced on me. I mean, I, my father passed away when I was young. So not having a father is it, it really impacts people's lives. I don't care what people say. A, a father not being there, a father's important to the house. So it really had effect on me. And I knew when my father was going that once I became a father that it was non-negotiable. I'd be the greatest father ever, and I think I'm trying to hold key to that title. And to be mentoring kids now it's a blessing because somebody took the opportunity out on a loose cannon like myself. Like loose I was, <laughs> yeah, man. Like it was, it was, it was, it was. I mean, if we could ever get into those old stories, it was like some serious things I done been through some serious like serious things and people didn't give up on me like people they could have washed their hands with me easily and I could have been lost in the system any system prison system foster care system just lost out there but people didn't give up on me so now that I'm older and I have the intelligence and I see it I how can I give up on somebody how can I give up on you know that rose that rose that's growing up through the cement? how can I give up on them Somebody didn't give up on me. That that person just need that love. You don't know what that person going through. You don't know what he gotta go home through every night. You you people really don't know till you sit down with that person one on one. Just they need someone to tell them who believes in them. You listen to we, their story. <laughs> listen to their story. Yeah. We get a we grab fifty random people, and and we take them and we train them up and we encourage them. 45 out of those 50 would be successful. I, that's just, I know that's a high number, but they be—they need the guidance. You're chasing a dream. Yeah. Man. That's oh, what you're supposed yeah. to do. <laughs> they, need the, they need the guidance, man, because the ones that I grab, they like to stick with it. Like, I tell them, like, now I can't chase you. Like, my I don't have the time. So, I'm going to give you these jewels, and if you want to continue to grow with me, that's a choice on you. If not, you know, chase the dream. I'm always here, but... I just want to push positivity Just push life to people I got one burning question Talk to me Talk to me Ha
0: What was the The defining moment For you In regards to Whether I I take this path Or I take this path As As uh, One of my favorite rappers would say Uh I chose to uh
1: what was well, it? Jose, he said, when he said he made the made the left, he took the fate on him and Eminem. And dry, yeah. yeah, about the fork. Yeah, and I went fate. straight. He made the left, <laughs> but the fork. I've always been an entrepreneur. To be honest, I've maybe had about nine to five jobs on paper, about seven, seven about seven eight in my lifetime. But I always knew I wanted to work for myself. Always knew that. Uh, but a defining moment was I did a job. I worked for Bank of America in Buffalo. I was doing that for about 16-18 months Part of this transitioning, still doing Chase the Dream Working on Chase the Dream When I'm done with my work Getting out orders overnight Grinding
0: But uh, And young people Don't understand that They don't Sometimes you gotta work That job that you work really Don't work, want
1: work, yep, To, it's, to it's, get to where you wanna be And young people Please All people It's all part of your process Like this is all your story Trust the process tr- You're where <clears throat> you're at Right now For a reason And, and You may not get it now but you're there for a reason. But back to the Bank of America story, was working there. Bless good people, great working crew. We became family, and we still talk to this day. So they fired everyone. Everyone got laid off. They called us. They called us. <laughs> called us in. But we heard rumors. But people didn't want to believe it. So I was. I got a call like, "You're gonna fire." us. I was like, "Okay, you know I'm an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna be all right." And just to see people at that meeting, putting their faith in this company, people was working there 25 years, 30 years, 20 years. This was how they fed their family for decades. People were painting, passing out, knowing that they, this job was coming to an end. And right there at that moment, never again, never will my fate be decided by corporate America. Never, like never. I will struggle. I done fell before. I'll get back up. I'm all right. I'm going to be all right. As long as I got free will and freedom, I'm going to be all right, regardless. And that was just really that the final moment was like, I put my faith in my own hands. Like, I can't put my faith in corporate America. I loved them 15 years. They could wake up and be done with me tomorrow. And then my position would be on Indeed later that afternoon. They don't care about me. So... I take my own faith in my own hands. When I wake up when I'm 40, when I'm 50, I want to make sure that I did it my way. No regrets. No regrets. And as far as education, schools are not closing. So I know I could always go back and teach. Black males are needed. Black teachers are needed. So that's not a problem. I'm going to ride this entrepreneurship wave because we've been growing. and, And that's a blessing. But I will never stop giving back or never stop mentoring or never stop using my influence for better in the BPS schools or with any other youth organizations or minority groups. It doesn't really matter when it comes to kids. I'm all in. And so I'm going to just keep pressing forward and put my faith in your own hands. And I will tell anyone listening to this, believe in yourself. If you really got that feeling deep down inside that's telling you to press forward when nobody believes in you family, friends you keep moving forward the universe will work it out the law of attraction will bring people to you for your dreams and goals and things will happen everyone struggles everyone goes through hardships and downtimes. but we keep going and I tell people this too shall pass like we can endure this pain because after the pain comes pleasure so have a plan. Work the plan. Believe in it. Work harder and hard working. Uh, pray. Be specific when you pray. Pray big and dream big. And dreams come true daily. Every day. We know somebody achieving their dream and goal. Every day. Turn on your TV, your news. A new dream has come true. Your friends, anybody's friends, dreams are becoming realities. I, I know friends that we sit right here. He working on his music every day for five, ten years. Now one of you know top producers in the industry, but dreams come true daily, and so we're no different. If it could happen to you, it could happen to me. So don't doubt yourself. On, Chase man. the dream.
0: You out here preaching, man. Now I'm just talking life, man. I didn't even have to uh, to ask you to to end with a positive <laughs> message, man. You just went right
1: into it because it's, it's good energy right here, man. You know, I mean, I said I could do this. I love to really talk life and about you know chasing the dream. Cause give me, I feed off of people. You know, I'm a, I'm a people person. I, I go off for energy, man. And energy is key. You get the energy that you put back. So we gonna kill them with positivity. We are gonna kill them with kindness. And you know, Buffalo's on the rise. And and people better wake up, like wake up. Cause it's happening. And we just need a few good brothers. We don't need everybody. We just need some <laughs> few good, dedicated brothers. All in, brothers. Get your hands dirty. Knowing it's going to be a struggle, but put in work, brothers. That's it. End quote. All right, man.
0: Dante, man, I appreciate your time today, man. You definitely brought life to the podcast. Okay. I uh, definitely felt your energy and, and your passion behind right. uh, your words. And.
1: Uh, can I leave, oh, sorry. Can I leave some social media uh, followers? Man, definitely. Go ahead and plug, okay. Good man. Good people. Uh, you know, you can follow me on all social media trains uh, Instagram at ChaseTheDream. Twitter, Dante underscore CTD, uh, Facebook, Chase the Dream. Then we have Facebook, Chase the Dream Basketball. Sorry we ain't getting get into our girls' AAU basketball program, which we have going on. We're to just look, bring you yeah, back. look that up, Chase the Dream Basketball. Throwing an early pitch, Arnold's Delivery. You know, that's something side, But just look us up. You know, anything Chase the Dream, the website, ourchasethodream.com. You know, check us out. You know, thanks for the support. Continuing to grow. Stay blessed.
0: There it is, ladies Uh and gentlemen. Uh, It's a wrap for this week. Thank you to Say Yes, Buffalo. Thank you to the Community Foundation and the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable. Make sure that you follow our podcast on uh, five different platforms, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. With that, it's a wrap. See you all next week. Don say thank you again, man. We're gonna talk offline and get you involved uh, with the with breaking barriers and everything that we're doing and we're gonna make sure that we uh support you and we uh we out. Chase the dream.
1: All right, thank you. Peace.